0: Pop culture pastor.
1: That is citizens with everything and more. Good afternoon. My name is Dave. Danielle is here.
2: Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good (laughs) day, sir. Good day, sir. Ah. How come nobody ever says top of the afternoon to you? I think we need
1: to say gore blimey more. Just, you know.
2: I don't even know what that is.
1: It's just like a—it's an exclamation. Go blimey, <laughs> you know. Okay. Uh, it's, it's sometimes I just like the way British people sound when they talk.
2: I prefer this um, exclamation. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, well, what is what would we describe that exclamation as? Because that kind of sounds like a, a snake in the toilet. <gasps> yeah see? yeah right see uh, that's if i was translating that there would be like you know liz, lizard in the toilet snake in the toilet one of those
2: spider in the bathtub
1: uh no spider in the bathtub is like ah. <laughs> yeah, um, or um yeah genuine surprise like that i don't i don't like spiders i don't like snakes i don't know i'm kind of a big i'm kind of a big baby When it comes to critters, I wasn't gonna say anything, but oh no, it's I'm comfortable with my um, manliness enough to to admit these things, and I'm just I was raised in the city, and so critters aren't my thing. (laughs) I'm just not a critters guy, and like uh, every once in a while, since we moved to a small town, and I'm a youth pastor in a small town, and there's a lot of country folk around here, I get invited to go fishing a lot. And as you know, being my wife, I'm just like, no, I'd rather not do that um, because I don't want to touch the worm. Have you I ever, don't want to touch a fish.
2: Have you ever like put a, a worm on a hook no, or taken no. a fish off of a hook?
1: No, I've caught a fish after someone put the worm on the hook for me and then they don't invite me back when I make them remove the fish <laughs> from the hook. I just want to catch the fish to say I did it. And then, yeah, I'm I'm probably the worst. Country folk probably look at me and go, oh, he's the worst. <laughs> Do not invite him back fishing. <laughs> and I don't blame them because I didn't want to go fishing in the first place. I probably did it out of friendship
2: mm-hmm. or brotherhood <laughs>
1: or something like that. And that's the that's just one of the things. The other things like the church guys always be doing is like, we're going to shoot
2: some ski. Dave would actually make a good candidate for like a colony on the moon or something. Like Dave, <laughs> Dave doesn't need to go outside. <laughs>
1: Um, Mars, yeah. like they're, they're trying to find all those people to go to Mars. Yeah, I was. I was. You'd be okay with that. you would survive. Only child, raised by a single mom. Yeah, you can alone work a and never go outside. My whole life has been training me for this. <laughs> like, just send me to Mars. Do they
2: have Rocket League there? That's the question.
1: Yeah, you figure out a way where get I, wifi. I still get Wi Fi <laughs> and fast. I wonder how that would work. That wouldn't even be possible, right? Because then the, the, it would take the signal time. I'd be like playing Rocket League on Mars, but like 20 seconds behind everybody else.
2: So what if you'd have to have like, you'd have to be playing other people on Mars so it would be delayed for everyone? And right? then
1: I would communicate through my grown children through the, the closet, like <laughs> inner space. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a thing. None of that makes sense, by the way. No. None of it. Uh, the inner space was a great... Uh, what, it wasn't Space, was it? That was the Dennis Quaid Martin short one. What movie am I thinking of? The I don't with, remember. The one with uh, Matthew McConaughey and the uh, black hole and the time disparities. That movie was yeah. dumb. Oh, it was not. It was
2: great. Uh, Even if
1: it didn't make sense.
2: It made no sense. It was stupid. All right. It's the
1: first segment. We're already We're out of control.
2: We're supposed to talk about things that are dumb.
1: We're already out of control. <laughs> On the very first segment, <laughs> this is Pop Culture Pastor. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Cody. I'm always on the lookout to try to understand the younger generations. I'm always, I'm always on the lookout for information that will help me understand people because understanding people means you can relate to them, right? And that's what we want to do. We want to relate to people. Yeah. And so uh, by the headline alone, I knew that I needed to read this. What Gen Z wants to be when they grow up? The career goals of young people. That's like the sub-headline a uh, survey of 18 to 29 year olds conducted uh, uh, just a few weeks ago then they've compiled the information and here's what they came up with that 14% of gen z wants to be a business person that seems a little generic to me but but it says like they want to pursue careers as ceos
0: oh that that's nice I mean, I I feel I'm being cynical, but... (laughs) It's hard not to. It doesn't work necessarily like that most of the time. That was the number one answer, was a CEO, and you're just like... But maybe this is like,
1: so when we're relating to Gen Z... Maybe they're a CEO of a Netsy shop? This is sort of the block in the thinking of the younger generations right now, is... You know, there's a lot of that talk out there. We talked a lot about, like, you know, raising the minimum wage. And while we think the minimum wage should be waged along with inflation, because that just makes sense. It you does. You know, the cost of living is going up. So the the minimum, like the little, literal definition of minimum wage is how much do I need to be able to pay for the things I need, right? Yeah. Um, And so, like, that should go up. But then they want to be like, well... I want to make $25 an hour as a barista at Starbucks. And you're just like, no, that's not really how that works. Well, I, how, I pay rent and I pay my utilities and then I'm out of money and that's not right. And we are just like, no, that's pretty much the universal human experience. Yeah. Um, that's what we all experienced. And so in a way, it sort of makes sense that they're going to be like, well, I want to be a CEO. I was like, oh, okay. Well, the job you're talking about um, doesn't start there. It it actually means the entry level position. What you're talking about is you want to work in the mailroom, you want to be an administrative assistant. That's how you start in those companies. Am, am I am I right? Am I? There's uh, a,
0: there's the corporate ladder that they talk I about. I mean, maybe a college internship. Oh yeah, and then springboard into an entry level position. Work your way up. Yeah,
1: but you don't just get to be CEO unless you know you have some amazing idea that that you put into motion like you know bezos who started out of his garage it's like yeah when it's your idea and you put all the money into it and then it becomes big and you get to be ceo but for most people if you wanted to be ceo of amazon in the future you're starting off in the in the warehouse right yeah and that's kind of this is one of those areas where i'm like oh yeah 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 this is where gen z gets a little lost because the younger generations, we've, we've wanted to give them things as parents. And then maybe we went a little too far to be like, you know, and then of course this always devolves into, well, everyone gets a trophy, Cody. And then that maybe this is how another reason we did that. Like it's not their fault. I never get trophies. And well, that was what happened to Gen X. We never got trophies or attention.
0: <laughs> so
1: when we had kids, we wanted to give them all the trophies and attention. Don't do it. Cause we love them. But we maybe went a little overboard. And now they, you know, they want to be CEOs. And and they don't understand. We're like, oh yeah, well, they just don't hand out CEO jobs down at the temp place. You got a temp. You gotta be in the mailroom. You gotta be in the warehouse.
0: Are there still temp places? As far as I know. I think now and I think now would be like the prime time for temp places, right? Like when I hear temp. My mind just goes to the office. (laughs) Naturally. (laughs) We need some temps here at KFEX.
1: So um, we're talking about this study they did of Gen Zers and what they wanted to be when they grow up. Uh, Gen Zers, uh, of course, their top career goal was businessman or woman. Business Mm. person. With CEO being mentioned, and we kind of talked about that in the last segment. The next two were doctor and engineer, which I thought were, those are, you know, kind of old school.
0: That's, well, I think doctor's always going to be in that upper echelon of choices. Yeah. Engineer's interesting. But
1: they're more, what I'm trying to say is they're more grounded, I think. Yeah. Like, no one no one says, I want to be a doctor and doesn't understand there's a lot of hard work attached to that, right? Or mm. lawyer, even. You know there's a lot long hours, Lots of schooling. You understand the road. It's it's, What I'm saying is it's different from the I want to be a CEO answer. A little bit. So such a marked difference between the top answer and then the next couple answers, I thought was interesting. Because then now you get to this point where like, well, now it's hard for me to peg Gen Z down again into any sort of rhythm or noting. Uh, They also said Gen Zers also tend to prefer larger companies with 58% saying they'd prefer a big or mid-sized corporation over a startup or a government job which I also thought was interesting because like I think millennials were all about the startups they were all about Bezos right what Amazon did
2: mhm
0: or Apple they wanted to be a part of something small that they they helped build up slash i mean the internet's really booming at this point and so the potential's limitless and so Oh, we can do this random thing and it's going to, to to work out because we have the examples of Bezos and
1: so so Gen jobs. Z get inside their head because I'm thinking millennials would be like, "Ooh, corporate? What?" Because millennials are our
0: activist peoples,
1: right? They uh, probably don't like big corporations.
0: Am I am I correct in, in identifying that? Some um so it's really split in the country. I feel, just because middle America, you already have a weird feeling about corporations.
1: Yeah, you re- you really have to separate the country mouse and the
0: city mouse here. And I think that there's the idea that corporations can be knocked down a pedestal, but the government has single-handedly saved so many that it has desensitized the the thought of corporations going the way of the dodo bird. So we're just here and doing what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, Cause I mean, you have to think millennials saw some interesting events that like, okay, so we have Bill Clinton stuff. And so you had distrust of the government. You have all the wars under Bush and September 11th, That's going to do some things to your psyche. Then you have the bailouts that happen. You have Enron collapsing. I mean, all this stuff all piles up and it's like, this isn't good. Well, it's
1: weird to see the generations having like this every other generation thing where every other generation seems to jive more with each other than the back-to-back ones. So Gen X millennials obviously vastly different. Um, and millennials were kind of an outlier though, because millennials don't really jive with baby boomers either. Kick rocks. But I think what you're seeing (laughs) in this is that Gen Zers actually kind of jive with Gen Xers in certain ways. Like because Gen X was like the Wall Street boom, right? We were we were all about big corporate, you know, like in that time.
0: I think Leonardo DiCaprio single handedly has changed. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. <laughs> Changed the scope and outlook of Wall Street and also like the day trading apps. Okay, here's the most
1: problematic part, but the part that's probably they have Gen Z probably has in common with everyone else, right? This is our Americanness. We're about to be faced with our Americanness and probably all Western societies, okay? the The guy that did the study that she the guy that was in charge of the study he said this quote the most popular careers among young people are those with high income potential they see that as the best way to achieve personal fulfillment and happiness and, yeah yeah and 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 let, he he ends with this they don't see their career path as an end in itself but rather the means to an end Like, so it is all about happiness and fulfillment. And then you can kind of understand, like, you know, the 22-year-old working at Starbucks as a barista who wants $25 minimum wage or whatever. Like you understand what it is they're getting at. They don't want to struggle. They don't want that. They, they want these jobs and that's what they they're envisioning. They're dreaming of the CEO job or just something they can get to in in life that like doctor was the number two answer. And let's rest on doctor for a minute because, yeah, that gives you a good uh, financial life. But I don't think they're I don't think most people take into account how hard and long doctors have to work. Oh yeah. So you're you're either going to have to go family practice, right, where you get to you get a little bit more uh, control over your life and your schedule. But that's not what. Like, how many doctors? What percentage of doctors are actually do family practice stuff?
0: Um, I would think it's pretty small, especially in rural communities. Because I think the the starting up of that is hard. Starting up of that's hard. Um, there's definitely a commitment of like okay now I have like these the set group of people that I know that I'm going to see fairly constantly and if they have a need come up I'm going to feel really connected and want to go above and beyond to make sure that needs met even if there's 80 other people on the schedule today. Yeah.
1: Here's the funny thing about like the one area I see that doctors can say, get a little bit more control. Of their schedule would be family practice. Like I'm going to go into business for myself, but here's the funny thing is you almost become like a pastor mm-hmm. to your people, which means if one of them's going to the emergency room, guess who has to go? You're yeah. their doctor, right? Like you have to show up. So It's a mirage. You really don't have more control. You're just like the emergency room doctor. At least the emergency room doctor has a 12-hour shift that he gets to go home from. Yeah. You could be called at any time. And so that's why, like, you know, back in the day when pagers were a thing, before cell phones, all the doctors had pagers. They'd be on the golf course and be like, oh, you know, I'm getting a page. One of my
0: patients is going into labor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, So I can speak for this from, like, A case manager perspective Mm. because within like our mental health center there's a big difference between therapists and case managers how their scheduling looks and so like typically therapists it's eight to five we're done um and then like case managers it is Well, we we got flexibility of our schedule. You can see kids before school. You can see them during school. You can see them after school. You can work four 10s. You can work uh, three 12s and a four. And yet, like because we also see the the clients more frequently than therapists typically do, that's not always the case, but typically, um, you get that connection and you have someone go in crisis you drop everything, even if it's like dinner mm. time and you go running out and that, it's a mirage, yeah. like you said. Here's what I'm saying to Gen Z.
1: Um, whether it's like, whether the career you're looking at is doctor because you think that provides you the good life. Um, but like you have to work supremely hard in school for longer than most people. Uh, that's why they, uh, that's why that line exists. The, like I did not spend eight, hour, eight eight years in doctor school to be called mister. Call me doctor, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't even count the time where they're like interning after school. And like yeah. they don't they don't just go straight to making tons of money. And then when they're a doctor, guess what? You work long hours,
0: all the hours. And you have all the medical licensing, studying yep. yes. bills. And if
1: you're a family person at the same time, you're missing kids games. You're you're missing events. You're like, look, it's a hard life. Uh, being a doctor's heart. It's the same thing with the CEO that the Gen Z is not making the connection on. So you want to be a CEO. Well, there was a whole lifetime of working up to that CEO where you were working long hours. And worse, you're probably backstabbing and cutting corners because the business world, what I'm told, is ruthless. You have to be ruthless to get to be CEO of a company, right? And so now you're not just sacrificing time. You're sacrificing maybe some morality. Yeah. You know, like some, and maybe not on a large scale, but what I'm saying is there's no quick fix to, to big money. And here's the worst part, Gen Z, is money, as it turns out, is not the fulfillment you think it's going to be, which is what the the surveyor said was the biggest reason they picked those. They wanted money because they thought that that life being comfortable would be what would fulfill them, and as we've talked about many, many, many times, uh, just watching a couple episodes of VH1's Mind Music will tell you, nah, man, that doesn't work. This is this isn't gonna fulfill you. No, money ain't it. Like just just think about this, and I'm not saying that means don't try to be a doctor. No, nah, man, if that's your passion, if that's how you can help people, like, look, as it turns out, relationships are the things that fulfill. It's all about relating. And So if you're going to be a doctor and you're going to relate to your patients and that's why you want to get in it, you get, you you went in with the, the thought, like, I just want to help people. Well, add no people to that list. Say, I want to help and know people. Then mm-hmm. being a doctor is great. CEO, same thing. If I want to work up the corporate ladder in an attempt because I want to know people, I want to engage in mission with people arm in arm and know them. Great. That's wonderful. Um, But make sure your fulfillment target is on the right target. It ain't money. Money ain't it. All right, Danielle. Easter is coming up yes. this weekend, and um, I, I I don't know that most most places uh, commercial you know f- entities I don't think they do many tie-ins for Easter anymore. It's not like Christmas where
2: no, yeah, I don't think it's recognized quite as much yeah. as Christmas and yeah.
1: So I always get a little interested when someone. Especially if, a food place is doing like everyone does the Lent thing right. where they have fish they sandwiches, offer fish on Fridays, or, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, food fast food places, especially, you'll notice they have like some sort of fish offering that's kind of seasonal. It's always during Lent, uh, so they do that, but nothing really Easter specific until now. Okay, um, Subway. Okay. Which, First of all, you're probably thinking, what is Easter specific food like? What does that look like? I don't understand they what have we're a talking about. Devil dig sandwich. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: yeah, this McDonald's burger is made out of real Easter bunny.
2: It's
1: a bunny burger. Wait, does that mean it's absolutely? Yeah, no. Try the new McRib of Adam. Um, no, Easter is coming up, and to celebrate the holy day, Subway has announced. Oh my goodness. A new Cadbury cream egg sandwich. What? (laughs) Available only on Good Friday.
2: Wait, I was thinking like with bread.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 it has bread. What? Here's a picture. Do you want to see a picture? Yeah. It is literally a sub with Cadbury cream eggs. And let me just read.
2: That looks awful. These
1: sandwiches. This is not an April Fool's joke, by the way. (laughs) This is actually Easter candy being stuffed into a subway sandwich. Uh, the sandwich will be made with Italian white bread, um, with because like
2: right. So what, real, are they, what are they putting wha- on this sandwich? Tell me what's in it. Candy
1: with white bread. Anyways, um, it's I, I mean it's literally bread and what looks like smashed up Cadbury cream eggs.
2: Okay, so. What else is on the sandwich?
1: I mean, it, it doesn't... This article doesn't say. I mean, it's literally okay smashed up okay. Cadbury cream eggs. So, let me tell you that's this. like That's why it looks runny in the picture, yes. because that's the cream. Because it's
2: like melty, like they heat it up.
1: Ew. <laughs> I am... I'm just... I found that I am just all for carbohydrate segregation. <laughs> I just don't like mixing the different kinds of carbs. Like, I don't want my starchy carbs... Mixing with my candy carbs And maybe that makes me a bad person Like I, I don't I don't even necessarily want my Like bread kind of carbs Mixing with my pasta carbs I know garlic bread is A lot of people like that with their pasta Not me Yeah I mean not all the time I <laughs> I mean I'll eat it I don't know This just seems really strange But I'm, I'm gonna dig Cause I, I'm, I wanna find act Specifically what is on this sandwich and so uh, let me let me look that up real quick. Okay. I found it. I found what exactly is on the Cadbury Cream Eggs sub. Can I guess? At Subway. Can I guess? Uh, yeah, sure. It's not a hard. Okay, go ahead.
2: I was just teasing. I was just going to. Oh. Make some suggestions, um, like tomatoes and no. It's
1: literally just Cadbury eggs melted. They heat it up.
2: Okay, so what I want. So then my next question, follow up question to what's on it. How big is it? This is not a six-inch Subway yes, sandwich. Yes, it's a
1: six-inch sandwich <gasps> available no. on Good Friday Subway on the Italian white bread, and it has chocolate cream eggs melted in the middle of it.
2: Six inches of that. This just looks no terrible. Way. This just looks awful they're only offering it one day well yeah because they know it's a joke they (laughs)
1: like who who, what kind of animal (laughs) is going to subway to order the cadbury cream egg six inch sub on good friday how could you tarnish the sacrifice of our lord and savior (laughs) By the, eating this monstroth, Jesus did not sacrifice himself for you so you could eat this grotesque <laughs> excuse of a sandwich. Oh, well, geez, Let's be really honest. Jesus probably didn't sacrifice himself so you could have Subway. Terrible. Like, there's so many better sandwich options. No offense. No offense, Subway. Keep doing what you're doing. But, uh, no, no, I. They know it's a joke. That's why they're only making 500 of these. So they're.
2: Oh, so like.
1: Yeah. So they're only giving stores like a certain amount. That's funny. I I don't know. This is gross. So
2: that means that like you won't like not even every store will have it.
1: No, probably not. Yeah. Like you wouldn't be able to walk into our subway here in our small town and say, make me a Cadbury cream egg six inch sub. They'll probably look at you like you're insane. But that's fair. (laughs) <laughs> like you should. You should get a certain look if that's like something you actually order. Yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else even in that's sort of similar to this? Do we combine our candy and our sweets with real food? Like this is just weird. Maybe like the dessert pizza? But then again, it's not really pizza, is it?
2: No. They
1: just call it dessert pizza. Because
2: <laughs> it, it looks like a pizza. It's
1: more like a pie. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I don't like this. I don't like it. This this mixing sweet and savory anyways. I know it's a thing.
2: I know. It's really annoying when it comes to menu planning that you don't like at all. Why? Because how long have we been married? I can never have things that have like, I can't have anything that has pineapple in it or like anything like that.
1: I mean, you can eat pineapple just, you know, by itself. I
2: know. I don't know why you have to you put limit pineapple me so much
1: on my protein.
2: <laughs> you limit me so much. Um,
1: I didn't ever like, you know, when I first started eating, I was introduced to like Chinese food when I was a kid. I didn't want anything to do with that sweet and sour chicken either. No. Why would I want my chicken to be sweet or sour for that matter? Do you
2: still not like that?
1: I mean, I could eat it. It's not, well, it's, you know, it's not like I'm, it's not like I'm rejecting it whole cloth and saying, I cannot eat that. I can eat most things, obviously. <laughs> I just don't prefer it. I don't prefer to mix those kind of flavors, especially something like protein and savory and then put like fruit stuff on it. I'm just, I've, I think the same thing about pineapple on pizza though. Like that's an abomination. It says so in the Bible, no, probably.
2: no. <laughs> no. Um, pineapple and bacon is the best pizza ever. Not that Canadian bacon nonsense. Actual <laughs> bacon. That was racist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I will say, if you put something else in it to kind of balance it out, so um, the Hawaiian pizza, no thank you. I'm not a fan. But if you add jalapenos to it, like that real Ooh. spicy, like with the pineapple, then I think you're back to the realm of something that I think actually is that tastes kind of good. Never
2: tried that, but that sounds good. Yeah
1: i i was I was forced against my will to try it once because they because I didn't I did I'm, I'm adamantly opposed to pineapple on pizza, but they were like, try this because a lot of people don't do this, but try it with jalapenos. And I thought, okay, now that's actually kind of interesting and good.
2: So maybe we can try that sometime.
1: So sweet and protein, sweet and savory, and then super spicy. But then, you know, like if you get too spicy, you can't taste anything else anyways. That's my problem with the super hot sauces. Like why? All you can taste is the sauce.
2: I don't know. I like it.
1: (laughs) I know lots of people like I'm different. I know that. So this whole conversation sparks this question I want to ask. What is your most outrageous food take? Like you personally, what is your most out there food, you know, opinion that or food you like that would not be the norm?
2: Hmm, you can't put me on the spot like that.
1: Well, that's the best way to do it. I don't want to give you time to curate an answer.
2: I don't know. What are some weird things I eat?
1: Well, Cadbury cream eggs would be, like, <laughs> if you like those, I think you're weird. No. um,
2: There are lots of people that like those.
1: Well, like, and for instance, you, you eat a different kind of sloppy joe than I grew up with.
2: Okay, yeah. And so
1: explain to everyone what you grew up with as a sloppy joe, because what I grew up with as a sloppy joe was man like, witch, man-witch, right? yeah. But yeah. explain to no. me, everybody, what your sloppy joe was like.
2: So... Well, my mom always made it just with ground beef, and then put some of that Campbell's chicken gumbo soup in it. Mm. And it—I mean, the, our kids love it. Yeah. I think you like it, don't you? It's
1: not—I—I I mean, I prefer the old way of oh, sloppy. Jo-
2: you mind I, your business. I prefer
1: like the school lunch <laughs> version of sloppy Joe. Get
2: out of my kitchen!
1: Like I prefer Adam Sandler going sloppy Joe, slop, slop, You know, because actually. Your version of sloppy Joe is not that sloppy.
2: It's not that, to sloppy. to be honest. But it is delicious. It is
1: good. It's I, I just um, wouldn't prefer it. But
2: I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think about some of the weird things I eat. See, I don't think they're weird.
1: Nobody thinks what they I know. eat is weird until I they don't
2: like until t- they do, mention it
1: to someone else, and then they're like, "You do what now?"
2: I do not like ketchup unless it is covered, covered in salt and pepper. <laughs> Like that's true. In when salt when
1: she says covered, you no longer recognize that it's ketchup. <laughs> yes. That's it's covered that much in salt and pepper. Yeah.
2: And if I can't if I don't have access to salt and pepper, I don't want the ketchup. No thanks.
1: It I remember it took me so long to get used to like your family's food because I grew up in a home where we didn't season anything. <laughs> and nothing was seasoned. And I can remember I can remember the first time. When we were dating, when you brought me to like a family event,
2: uh-huh. and I
1: took some bites of the food, I was like, "Oh, oh <laughs> so much seasoning!"
2: So, so my grandpa at the table, my grandpa used a lot of seasoning, um, and and my grandma always said it was because it was because he grew up very poor, and um, apparently was the least favorite kid in his family. <laughs> that happened
1: in the old days. So
2: like apparently all of his siblings were redheaded and he was not and oh, no. so the 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 implication was that he was mistreated because of that. But anyway, he grew up eating um mustard sandwiches, like just bread and mustard. Mm. And um so that was why everyone said that he liked to season his food so much was cuz he got used to using that to make things taste Better, whatever. Anyway, anyway, at the dinner table, he would always have his own salt and pepper shaker. Like there was another one that would be passed around, but he had one that sat right by, I can can see it in my eye. He had like this tall plastic blue cup that he used at every meal and then his salt and pepper shaker right by his drink. And um, yeah, so then there was another one that would be passed around, but he used so much salt and pepper on his food.
1: Yeah, that's a little known thing. I also have my favorite cup. It was actually a, a cup you got me for my birthday. Yeah. And uh, I, I like using the same cup all the time. But it, let's go back to that because I think young people listening to this, uh-huh. you should know there's all these things that are, make, that are hard about marriage. When you you need to like get used to like the different things about, you know, men and women are just different. Yes. In a lot of ways. One thing you're not thinking of that you're totally going to have to think of if you grew up in a house where they didn't salt and pepper is things. Oh, <laughs> is, you know, if you seasoning. pick, a, if you pick a, a partner who grew up in a house where they do season, you're going to need to get your palate ready.
2: Yes. Now, I will say that you have adjusted, but so have I. I don't season nearly as much as my mom does.
1: It's, we met in the middle.
2: Yes, it's we a, did. It's a beautiful. It's
1: thing. a beautiful story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you're right.
1: Now I I prefer to have seasoning on. I, yeah. If you're not seasoning the food, I'm just like you want. You expect me to eat this bland?
2: Like some people make potato mashed potatoes with no salt. What? Yeah. What even is that?
1: <laughs> Monsters. The lot. Really?
2: Of them. Truly? <laughs>
1: Hey, everybody. Dave here. What you have just listened to are bits and pieces of our radio show. We have a radio show on KFEX Firescape Radio located in Chanute, Kansas. You can hear that show from noon to four every weekday. So if you want to tune into that, you can go to www.kfex931.com. Or you can search KFEX in your app store on your smartphone and find their totally free app there. If you're a fan of Christian music, you might like to listen to our live show at when you're at work, or uh, if you're a stay-at-home mom and you're, you, you like music in the house, you may love to listen to that during the day, so give it a try. Um, we would also direct you to our podcast, Pop Culture Pastor. That's probably why you're listening anyways to this uh, version of what we do. As always, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on our social medias on Facebook and Twitter. It helps us out when you share it, uh, when you review and and rate us on our podcast uh, homes. And of course, follow us on social media and share our stuff there. So, thank you so much for listening. We love all of you guys so much. We have such a great community of listeners. And uh, we'll see you when the regular pod drops on Friday.